0: <sighs> we haven't done that in a while it's been a long time It's it, it was very therapeutic it was it was fun I don't think we should do that more often we should mm-hmm. I feel
1: like we should do it one more time for good measure for good measure for good measure cause they've been acting out since we've been gone you know what and then <sighs> uh, it, it deserves a second round it really does cause you motherfuckers been shot look you know what, friend? Didn't we tell them to keep their shit in order while we was gone? mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. t- I, I, I distinctly remember us telling them, keep your shit together when we leave this house. Because when we come back, we find out you fucked up. Uh-huh.
0: today.
1: Sometimes. That means sometimes. Bring it down, Bring it down. mm That's that ass. Mm. I don't think anybody listened. mm I don't think they listened
0: at all. mm Cause here we are again. Well, children, welcome back to another social experiment that's gone horribly wrong, entitled Who Raised You Hoes? I am your host, Lene. This week, I'll be going by Jesse Williams Stanichel. (laughs) Mm.
1: You know, I thought of a million things that you would come back with, (laughs) and somehow I overlooked that one, and I don't know why, because it's in your wheelhouse. I just don't understand how I missed it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you will not hit me with the Rochelle Pharrell. I don't have time for your shit. Uh.
0: <clears throat>
1: I can't deal with him, y'all. I really can't. Yes, you can. Oh, gosh. And I am your co-host, Marlon, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> Dicky dirty Sanchez
0: <laughs>
1: that's right I said it
0: oh god mm-hmm. 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 so we it's been it's been almost a month yes since we've been behind this mic listen what's
1: been going on I mean you know we took a lot of PTO we got some things done a lot of rest and relaxation Mm-hmm. I was actually able to curl my hair. Like, bro, mm. we got some shit done. Wet hair, friend. <laughs> Don't
0: ever disrespect my tresses
1: like that. I know you <gasps> see
0: it. <laughs> Not like that video, that TikTok video where girl whole girl was sitting here doing a whole wig pulls her hair. Bitch!
1: I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Y'all
0: have been finding new and profound ways. To just do a lot while we were away,
1: the most even.
0: <laughs> like
1: <laughs> I really don't know mm. why. Like, I,
0: but I guess we're gonna get into it today because the whole Met Gala happened while we were away. Sure
1: did, sure did, sure did. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw some pain on Broadway. Uh, what else happened? I always do the good week come back. You, you know what? You know what? <laughs> when the facts are facting, they're just facts. It's just the reality of the matter. You really do. You know how to pick them. Uh, what else is going... It's just... First of all, it's it's so much that I had to tell friend, you're going to have, have to condense, scroll on. We're going to have to spread this shit across episodes because... The children have been doing a whole fucking lot s- since we've been away, and I we can't. It'll be a whole scroll on. It'll be a whole episode of scroll on if we cover everything.
0: That the- it, it would, but I think it's time to. You know, we're talking about the girl of the hour, mm. the dean, the dean of the name. Well, let's get into that girl. Her name is Scroll On. She said, "Get a wife and flesh." Mm-hmm. And scroll is kind of going to cross over a little bit into our um, what's trending? Mm. So let's start at the top, Mm -hmm. as as God intended everything. Let's start at the top. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Some of y'all gonna get that tomorrow, but it's okay, (laughs) (laughs) raggedy bitch. All right, so let's start at the top. Disrespectful ass cops. Don't, don't mind the sounds in the back, y'all. Y'all know it's almost summertime.
0: Yes, and we are enjoying this frozen cocktail. It's everything. It's wonderful. It's mm-hmm. giving God's graces. It's giving melodies from heaven. Alright. Rain down no me. Alright. Rain down no me. Get into the topic too. Oh my <laughs> but well, that's exactly what happened mm. in that scene on broadway well there was rain mm-hmm. and the lord said down on me because okay. he blessed us now this is the thing before we get into this i have attended a broadway show have you attended a broad okay mm-hmm. so you know just as well as i know They're very stern with no phones in the theater. Yes, they are. They are very stern about this. I remember when I went to see Brandy in Chicago. Mm -hmm. They literally will tell you, like, you are not supposed to have your phone out at all. So, how this person ended up getting this whole... First of all, bless them for doing the the Lord's (laughs) work. I'm going to just say, I want to bless you. You're going to live to see a mighty long time. God is going to bless you in all that you do because some of us like myself needed to see that thing on that stage. So if you guys didn't know, Jesse Williams, okay. Um, this fine actor that got some attention from Grey's Anatomy and how he responded to a few things on the social, social justice lane. hmm He gained him a little attention. Now he is playing in a play on Broadway currently that is called Take Me Out is a revival. This is coming from the NY Times, a nonprofit theater presenting a starry Broadway revival. of Take Me Out installed in a new, inf- excuse me, infrared camera on Wednesday to help the security team spot. um, excuse me. Serendipitous camera usage by audience members after a video of a nude scene featuring the actor Jesse Williams circulated online. <sighs>
1: <laughs> the desire on your lips right now, just tone
0: it the fuck down, okay? Second stage theater. Which is producing the much praised production was already requiring artists members to put their phones in lock pouches before the start of the show, but decided to add additional security measures after someone managed to fill and post a video showing Williams, best known for Grey's Anatomy, naked. Wow. 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 You okay? You need a to towel?
1: Because, what the fuck? Here's my thing about this situation, okay? I just want to put out there that a lot of y'all. Over here is a puddle. uh, Yes, I need a mop. Uh, cause this bitch. I I just want to acknowledge one thing. A lot of y'all acting like y'all don't scroll free Twitter on a daily basis. Because so many people are, oh my God, it's so fucking big, he's so blessed, blah, blah. I need y'all to understand something.
0: Y'all ain't seen Dick before?
1: They haven't seen it. And y'all act like y'all ain't seen Big Dicks before. Because while I will never call him small, because it's not, it's not the monster that the girls are
0: giving. You know, it's giving, it's, it gives, it's wide, it has girth. Yes. You tell, you tell the girl has girth.
1: Which is why Lene is really into it because that's my bitch shit. She loves a girthy man. Ooh. <laughs> but, like, I just, I need y'all to, like, calm your tits a little bit because a lot of you all thought is sh- it jumped all the way out. Uh. All the way out. Because girl, girl's is like, oh, so fucking big. Oh my God, he's so blessed. Oh my God. First, and I need y'all to understand. You know what? Rest in peace, Marlon Senior. My daddy told me one thing. He said, if they light skin with funny color eyes, they're crazy. Stay away from them. You know,
0: I, so I'm mad that you had to look at me. I did, because you. Why do you always. I feel very, very pointed and attacked, might I add? It's a very pointed statement because that's your flavor, friend. So when I. Shut up. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> My initial reaction. When I saw Jesse giving a Tony Award-winning performance,
1: wow! Just standing there with dick out—that's Tony Award-winning, really? I, I, or is it your throat winning? Is that what that is?
0: I mean, it's, it's one thing. It's one thing, excuse me, to have a Tony. It's another to have a throaty. Um, in life, you would want to aspire to have both, or just be like this. Shout out to Rochelle Pharrell. That's me trying to make room in my throat for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, the, of course, Twitter had a failed day with us. Oh, child. So, f- someone put that <laughs> video of Rochelle Pharrell performance on so that. Jesse Williams. got me like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate I hate it. I
1: hate it. I hate it. When
0: Jesse Williams stands behind you and it's a picture of... <laughs> Right. What's <laughs> the Tune it up looking behind her like you drop something, boo?
1: Mm-mm. This hole, that's what the girls is giving. You drop this hole, <laughs> pick her up, and plunge
0: her. That was what I, that's what we were talking about. I can't. That that's right. It
1: I it, just need all the girls to just you know put, you your,
0: know, put your titties up. It's alright. And then y'all getting so excited, it was oh, so big. And then the next thing you know, if you actually had the opportunity with it, uh, I, I, where's that supposed to go? I don't. I can't do nothing with that. It's too, too much. much, girl. Anyway, making all that fuss for no reason, being scared of day. I
1: mean, but you know, shout out to Jesse because the stock just went up. Yesterday's price it's is not, not today's, today's price. price. Like, he got a whole new fan base. Bitch is gonna be watching Grey's Anatomy. Shout out to Shonda Rhimes, because bitch, your stock just went up too, girl. They're about to start watching your show. Here we are.
0: And then there's life. That's it. So, apparently, we were also away. A few things that did not need to happen, happened.
1: A lot of things.
0: A lot. But we're gonna start with things that don't make sense. This should be a section of Scroll On by itself. For all of the dumb laws and shit that I end up finding, I promise you, it should be a section called Things That Don't Make Sense. Uh, uh, and we're gonna start from here. Where Instagram disables certain filters for Texas and Illinois users. Why this is a thing, we're about to find out, shall we? So, I'm reading this from cbs19.tv. This is going on in Texas. Video attached was produced in February 2021. Excuse me. The article was updated to reflect the statement from communications team from Meta from Meta, <laughs> excuse me. Instagram users in Texas might notice that they are unable to access filters on stories or posts starting Wednesday. Filters used on Instagram as an overlay on images to enhance or change the original image, uh, look of an image. As of May 11th, Instagram's parent company, Meta. Um, excuse me, or Meta, hope I'm pronouncing it right, I'm just used to having the Spanish (laughs) 22 and it's what it is, (coughs) has has the ability to use some of these filters. Meta says that due to Texas facial recognition laws, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton filed a lawsuit against Meta citing the company's alleged misuse of the facial recognition technology. The lawsuit states companies like Meta can't use Texans' biometric information and keep it stored within their systems without the consent or acknowledge beforehand. What? Hold on. <laughs> Baxing says the reason filters break the Texas Catcher or Use Biometric Identifier Act is they learn users' face can automatically tag or associate a person with an image, typically without the consent of the user being tagged. As a result, any filters using facial facial geometric uh, uh, geometry like Aggregmented reality filters cannot be used within state lines. Filters that change the image or color background are still usable and do not take users' facial geometry are still allowed. This should make my head hurt. So, (laughs) basically, because of the fact that everything is going to facial recognition, they believe in these two states that they're holding on to our facial recognition in order to access our information. That's basically what... From what I read and mm. from what I comprehended, that's what it is. It's basically you're trying to try and stop that theft. But in the same sense, it takes more to do, to say something like that. Like it, we, we have other things to worry about. We
1: really do, and it's like... It's fucking social media. What what are y'all, what are y'all giving? What does all of this mean? And that kind of like, did you hear? This is a quick sidebar, but it's kind of close to this conversation. But I just wanted to touch on this a little bit. Did you hear about the new profile pick app being tied to like Russia, and that all the people that downloaded the app and are using it, your information
0: is now in Moscow? Our information is always compromised in some way, shape, or form. I hate to say it, and especially sound nonchalant in saying it, but it's just the fact. Every time that oh, there's a data leak, you have to change your password. Digital age, yeah. It 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 comes with the territory, right? Hate to tell everyone, right? It's just what it is. But while we're on the topic of laws that don't make sense, it's time to have that conversation. Which was my burning my biscuits, but we're gonna do it now since we're here. You you want to save it? No, we're gonna do it. No, we can we can we can burn them later. We're gonna do it now. You want to do it now? Now. Um. Hi. Let's have an issue with. Let's just have a powwow on things that don't make sense or should not matter. Um. Here at Who Raised You Host podcast, we are pro choice. That part. Always have been, always will be. That part. But uh why are we pushing this so hard? Why are we saying that we wanna re- we wanna take away Roe versus Wade? Now, if you guys do not know what Roe vs. Wade is, it's actually the actual law or act that makes it legal to get an abortion in the United States. Without that, act into, without that act or law into play, it makes it illegal for you to obtain an abortion. Now, the reason, and of course everyone says that certain circumstances where an abortion would be, should be, excuse me, morally acceptable, but unfortunately if they take away this law, it makes all of it illegal. Why are we trying to go back to the Stone Age? But we also kind of know what it is, too. Because population is going down thanks to the pandemic. Now you're trying to force people, if they end up conceiving a child, that they now have have to forcefully deliver the child, even if you're not prepared. Let's say even if the child was a circumstance of rape, molestation, anything of the sort, they're now forcing you to have the child. Because you know what? Our population is going down and maybe, just maybe, you need to deal with the consequences and look at that little squirt for the rest of your life. First of all,
1: this has, (laughs) just when I think it can't get any more ridiculous. It just finds a new way. It just finds a new way. And this just shows that you motherfuckers really want us back In an age and time that we have come so far from, I really, really, really want you bitches to get off of women and those that are able to give birth. Areola's so fucking hard. I want y'all to leave it alone. Just Just stop. (sighs) I will never understand the ideology behind trying to control the bodies of women. Never. I don't understand it. And I can't understand it because I'm not a fucktard. I believe (laughs) in the choice of women. I believe and respect the feminine, which you bitches just... You don't. You don't. And it just amazes me how a lot of motherfuckers that support this shit are always the ones up talking about you can always do adoption. You can get a kids up for adoption. But if you ask any of those motherfuckers, have they adopted any kids? None of them have.
0: I, I, could, I already knew that before you could say it. N-
1: right, none of, Y'all so fucking concerned about the kids, but ain't none of y'all trying to take care of these kids!
0: And then let's say that you do give said child up for adoption because you emotionally can't deal with raising a child that came from a sex crime. Let's say, oh, I'd rather get the child up for adoption. Who's to say that child goes into a home that treats and loves and respects them the same way that you or your family would? Hello? With, because... Mm. Traumatic experiences while, while in foster care is a thing, though most of us would love to act and pretend like it's not, it actually fucking is. Like
1: 95%, I, I would imagine, of the experiences of those that have come, come up in the foster care system it is not positive. So, so now you, so y'all just want trauma across the
0: board. Because in a realistic world, Because of the pandemic, we lost a lot of a lot of our population. So now we have to re. Now guess what? We have to recoup what we lost. See,
1: mm, 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 because that's some bullshit too. It is. If we want to get down, two or two bitches knew about this shit anyway, and we wouldn't be here if we didn't have idiots like forty five firing the people that were supposed to keep us from this shit happening anyway it's just a revolving door of bullshit and I want the girls to cut it the fuck out Uh. stop it right the fuck now leave women alone stop trying to police their bodies stop trying to tell them what the fuck they can and cannot do Mm. get that shit the fuck out there are two no no just no
0: no (sighs) it's it's a lot y'all were doing a lot while we were Mm. away and it still just boggles me how men that don't even understand let alone have the language to understand the plight of someone that's living paycheck to paycheck that can barely afford to feed the mouth that they already have or let alone themselves you want to sit here and make a law that tells them in case in case something happens, they don't have a right over their own body to say that I don't want to follow through with this pregnancy. You're saying from your well-to-do white pockets that I'm sure there's ends attached to your accounts where you can actually say, "Hey, we don't have to have a child if you don't want to," because we have the means to terminate that pregnancy. So now you're telling women. Who are now scared and trying to figure out exactly how they're going to handle a situation where before they probably could have took a pill and everything would have been fine. Now you're telling them that, oh, because they're now, it's now legal, you would have to have the, basically follow the pregnancy full term. So now you want women to damn near risk their lives, let alone their health to Terminate a pregnancy when they could have just gotten an abortion, and
1: it's it, this is it, it's bringing up so many other issues that are about to occur if this shit falls through, because now there are going to be the the unsafe abortions happening
0: again. Yep, this exactly is actually, and it's <sighs> that's exact. Say it for what it is. The I just, unsafe abortions
1: are kinda back. I, I just can't like
0: this world is shit. Like the <laughs> uh, the 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 abortions with the wire hangers. Yeah,
1: the this I just Oh. And then did you hear about them trying to like I've I've read in a couple of spaces where they're trying to like get rid of contraception too.
0: So you just went Unwanted pregnancies and STDs, STIs, and HIV. They, they, they and just want all it. smoke. They want everything running rapid. All of it. Really? Like, we're still not technically in the pandemic. <sighs> I got to get off it. Because <laughs> y'all are... Ooh. As if we're not still in the pandemic, but you know... I, I just... Speaking of things that we should not be worried about... So apparently, gang activity in the music industry is still a thing. Wow, y'all. So, yeah. Apparently, Young Thug, Gunner, and close to 30 others were arrested on RICO charges. Now, this is coming directly from Fox 5 Atlanta. Young Thug is one of the Atlanta's top offenders. Atlanta Police Chief Rodney Bryant said on Tuesday, just a day after popular rapper was arrested for criminal street activity and conspiracy to violate the Racketeer Influence and Corruption Organization's RICO Act. The 30-year-old, whose legal name is Jeffrey Lamar Williams, was arrested on Monday during a raid on a, went, excuse me, on a Buckhead mansion following his indictment. Tuesday, Williams shuffled into a frame for a video hearing from the Fulton County Jail. His usual stylish clothing was replaced by a blue jumpsuit and handcuffs. I hate when they do this to black men, by the way. Mm -hmm. You are here because you've been indicted for conspiracy to violate the Racketeer Influence and Corruption Organizations Act and participation in criminal street gang activity. The judge told Williams... It doesn't matter what your notoriety is, what your fame is if you come to Fulton County, Georgia and commit crimes, and certainly if those crimes are further are further hinder, excuse me, further hindrance of a street gang, you're going to become a target and focus of this district attorney's office and we're going to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. Williams said is one of the founding members of the so-called Young Slime Life YSL Enterprise, whose associates with the Blood Street Gang. The 88-page indictment filed on Sunday outlines 180 acts that support just the first of the 56 separate charges for 28 members of the gang. Uh,
1: (sighs) That ain't my life. I don't get it. I don't understand why niggas with money gotta. G-
0: I, you, know. you know, but you know what the really crazy part is? They're using their lyrics from songs that they've done. I heard about that. And brought them here. Now, if you don't think that this can't happen, Bobby Shmurta just did Time for Hot Nigga, which is a song that was how many years old now? He did Time because he actually on the record admitted to committing crime and they used it against him in court and he had to do time. And the crazy part is it was a uh, young thug had went on to a podcast with um with Wallo and Wallo is a street dude that basically changed like completely changed over and went legit and he basically warned him and I'm like every single time this happens with a rapper, so a vet warns them ahead of time, like, yo. You gotta be weary because yes you're still being watched. People are still watching your every move. Just because you think that shit is sweet right now is does not always mean it's gonna be sweet. And the funny part is they said that he warned him a month before this happened.
1: I don't understand why niggas that got money and is on top and then and like are famous. Why are y'all still gang banging?
0: What the heck? Smoke and mirrors. Smoke, Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> I, it trust me, it's it. Like, how do you still have time to gangbang and you're a smoke a- and mirrors? I'm telling you what you don't want to hear. <laughs> smoke <laughs> and mirrors. Uh, that, that shit is stupid. I mean, bless. Hopefully, I just hope that. The funny thing that I saw on Twitter is like I just pray Chloe doesn't get that Monica spirit with Gunner and decide that she wants to ride hold him down his whole sentence because Monica Denise let me tell you something Carisha please, please. Monica Monica will hold Monica is still holding C murder down still and the girls are like well girl can you give it up he ain't coming home
1: what? Chloe you're, you're too young. Beautiful and too old. Please just please.
0: don't, don't, do just, just, just don't, Chloe. Chuck, Chuck the d- baby. He, they're gonna do time, especially if it had if an uh, actual racketeering chart. Like, they can pinpoint all this shit. Mm-hmm. They basically were just waiting to act.
1: I was about to say, you know, the, they don't come after you
0: unless they got it. it child, <sighs> Woo! so. Let's get it, let's get to the nitty gritty, y'all. We have two more things here, and I swear we should be done after that. Um, I promise you. Can I just say, I don't like how these actual places where I get some of the stuff from. I don't like how some of them literally are just. Oh, you can view it here. Oh, oh the New, New York, York Times is- get you every every time. Every time. She won't
1: let you do shit unless you got a subscription. Nothing. (laughs) Not a goddamn thing.
0: Nothing. You will subscribe, and you won't be reading. So, black women are rejoicing everywhere. Why some might ask is because Kevin Samuels, a known sexist, has unfortunately passed. And it gets worse because the fact that just like it happened with Kobe, his mother didn't even know that he had died before. Like, literally, she found out thanks to the news. Because remember, when when, um, everything happened with Kobe and Gianna, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Vanessa didn't even know. Right. But TMZ was the one telling her about the accident. Right. So... This comes from NBC News. Kevin Samuel was a YouTuber who had became known for his controversial relationship advice. Has died, his mother confirmed to NBC News, because remember, at first there were rumors. Rumors of his death first circulated on social media Thursday night. His mother, Beverly Samuel Birch, declined to release details of, about what happened. She said she learned about her son's death from social media. That's a terrible thing for social media to put that out. I didn't even know. I hadn't even been notified, she said in a phone call on Friday. All I'm doing is requesting that people pray for us. The Atlanta Police Department said officers were called to an apartment in East Paces Ferry Road Northeast on Thursday morning requesting a person um regarding a person injured. By the time police arrived, first responders were perform um were performing CPR on an unresponsive man later identified as Samuel's. The crazy part was he was they went on further to say that he was with a woman that he had met the day before.
1: Rest in peace, child. <laughs> I ain't got shit for him. And a lot of people don't got shit for him.
0: I mean... <laughs> I um, I just have something for the girls that were happy in finding out everything happened with him. Uh, I do understand your disdain when it comes to Mr. Samuels, because I think our sentiments are the same. Mm. But, um, so, my thing is this. You never should ever bask in someone dying. It shouldn't be a, a source of joy. It shouldn't be a let's shout and clap and to the moon and all those things. Someone died. Whether, contrary to belief, whether you like them or not, someone died. You could at least respect that. Now I'm not sitting here saying y'all the front like I like them because I didn't either, as you can hear. But I can at least suspect the fact that the man did die. Mm.
1: I have a challenge for you. Yes.
0: If Trump died, would you feel the same way? I'm feeling different like mm-hmm. I do right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see, you see how there's no. Right. Mm-hmm. You see how there's no change in my ways or anything. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be the same way. I just.
1: I get what you're saying from. A morals we were raised with point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But humanity says different. Because That's- the reality of the matter is that everything ain't motherfucking sprinkles and rainbows and some motherfuckers we are going to be glad are no longer here. People that have been raped, if your rapist died, I would not be mad at you being happy about that. Different
0: circumstances. say is- Along eh, the, uh, the same lines but different circumstances. Yeah,
1: but it's it's all it's all rooted in experiences and trauma. Because from what I've heard of this man, because I didn't follow this motherfucker. I didn't know shit about him until people said something about him when he was alive. Piece of shit looked like a piece of shit to me. Whatever, all your views and all that patriarchal bullshit. Eh, not on my radar, cause who got time to be dealing with fuck niggas like that but i'm certain that his point of view contributed to a lot of trauma for women in our community and added to things that they have been dealing with their entire lives and continue to deal with on a daily basis and for me, I'm just saying I'm not trying to police nobody's pain. You feel a way about it? You want to? You want a brand new day? <laughs> Can you feel a brand new day about this nigga being gone?
0: Can you feel a brand new day? <laughs> do
1: what you gotta do, sis. But you know, I, I get what you're saying. But in the same breath, it's like it's certain motherfuckers that if they were gone, if the motherfucker that killed my child was dead. I can't say I'll be praying for that motherfucker to be alright. No. You know? So, I get it, but in the same breath, it's whatever. You out, dude. And you, that goes back to, you can't, you can say what you want mm-hmm. all day long, mm-hmm. but you cannot police the circumstances for what comes out of your mouth. Fair. You just can't. Motherfuckers hated your motherfucking guts. Because you wasn't shit. And your views got you to this point where you passed away and motherfuckers was like, Great! Good riddance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bye! So, it's one more thing I have. And then I have one thing for what's trending because we took from it for the start. So, someone's hiring. They're looking for new talent. They want you to get behind the mic and give them some oohs and ahs, some records, some ballads, some love songs. Okay. You want to know who's hiring? Who? Sean Diddy Holmes is hiring. That's right. That's right, children. He is starting a new R&B label called Love Records. This is coming from BET.com. The music mogul and producer has also inked an exclusive album deal with Motown Records. That's right, kids. After signing a one-album deal with Motown Records, Sean Diddy Combs has officially launched a new R&B label, Love Records. Marketing has returned to music. The new label will focus its efforts on being dedicated to releasing collaborative projects and singles from artists, producers, and songwriters, according to a press release obtained by BET.com. Music has always been my first love. Love Records is the next chapter. It's, it is about getting back to the love and making the best music of my life, said Combs. Motown is the perfect partner for my album, and I'm excited to add to its legacy. Diddy's such a nigga. Um, <laughs> you want to go? We should go write a Junior for some Cheesecake. It's going to give us the Album of the Year um, nomination for the Grammys.
1: So, I'm not going to hold y'all. <laughs> we all know Diddy for his works. I'm just telling Every girl that signed up for that label, dot your eyes and cross your T's, bitch, and make sure you got a backup plan because I I need y'all to understand something. He's gonna bring the heat. Yes. He's gonna find the track record speaks for itself. Sean Diddy Combs has had some of the best acts. Und. Undeniably so. Okay. Undeniably so. In both hip-hop and R&B. He just had... He he got the touch. I cannot take that away from him. But the opposite end of that bitch is that everything he touched turns to gold and then it goes straight to To shit. shit. Because whatever he got going on in there that makes him just build motherfuckers up and then throw them away... Is beyond me. Anybody that has grown up in the 90s, 2000s era when Diddy first got started and watched all of our faves come up behind him and just do. Child. Danity Kane, 112, Total, Mace, Biggie, Lil Kim, Faith, Mary. Like, we talking about the people fucking diddy dirty money we talk about don't we like the girls he's had the girls
0: yes he did but
1: where the fuck are they now cause if you're not under a rock you had to get from up under him to do your own thing
0: child we don't want to get into those contracts and the story because the girls will tell you in a heartbeat that's a contract and this is no shame whatsoever because this is just on fact it's on film and there's interviews backing this up. All the children most of the artists that were signed all said the same thing. Uh the money ain't match. The money did not match. And to this day, Mace is still or did he's asked about over her money.
1: Exactly. So Carl Thomas, like
0: whoo, he just has the list goes on with the girls and how they feel about Diddy. Diddy,
1: I just want you to, first of all, do all our old girlfriends right. Get they shit right. Get them they fucking coins. Okay. And then with these new ones that you about to touch, don't do them like that. Please don't. <laughs> like, I hope that you've
0: advanced, grown up a little bit. You know, matured. You know. Something. Those things. You know, change your chest hair. Yep. Yeah. Do do the things.
1: Do the things.
0: And do people right.
1: Please. Because we know you're going to bring out the bangers. We have seen it happen.
0: So, and I'm going to close out, scroll on with what's trending. Now, here's a question for the the room. Mm -hmm. Let's just say I want you to close your eyes and fantasize. You're at the club, you're you're at the club, you're wearing your finest, you know, Mm -hmm. you look good, you Mm -hmm. feel good, you smell good, Mm -hmm. everything is going good. Mm -hmm. You're there with your friends, Mm -hmm. and let's say, all of a sudden, the bartender walks up. Mm -hmm. It's something for you. Mm. Someone sent you an order of wings. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you go over to the person and introduce yourself? Or do you just set the wings and eat them and call it?
1: I mean, the wings are not paying
0: it. Would you wish more people would give you wings? No really. As a, as a love language?
1: I mean, I do like to eat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do like to eat. Especially if they so, wings.
0: It was a tweet that went out. and It was this girl that said, "Was she trying to shoot her shot at dudes in the club, she'll send order of wings. Okay, sis. I see you. That's our act, I says so? I see you. Would you would you know would you go over and you know and give a number out for if someone randomly sent you order of wings? I don't know if I'm giving my number out
1: immediately because I mean the gesture is great. Mm-hmm. So going over to introduce myself or number one Unless the bartender is telling me who sent me the
0: wings. Well, they tell you who, the, in this scenario, they're telling you who sent you the wings.
1: Okay. So I'm going to go over and have a conversation. Like, thanks for these wings. Like, what's, what's, the, like, you know, gonna, we can chop it up real quick and see what motivated you to send me this five piece, but I can't guarantee that I'm going to be into you after I talk to you. I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't ask for the wings. You sent them. I mean, you can come over and say hi. I mean, that's, I, I will definitely come say hi. You know, thank you for the wings. How you doing? How's your night going? You know, shit like that. But I, I, I cannot you. guarantee that you're going to get some play just because you bought me a five-piece.
0: Am I supposed to bust it open because you sent a five-piece, fry hard? Because if you think I'm the... No. It's not that easy, cheesy. No. Now, what kind of hot sauce did you send with the wings is a real mean, question. Did you? Is it buffalo? Is it's, it real buffalo? Is it? Is it the one that you that already comes with the wings? Is it some Louisiana red dart? Is it? Possibly some Texas P. Is it that? Do I taste actual jalapenos added into it's sauce? the wings season? Are they crispy? Because if these are if the answers to these questions are no. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to inform you. You're up for elimination. You are. You are. Because you are. these are the things that I need with my wing. Yes all right so we're gonna take a real quick break we're gonna refill our cups it's lord we've been going for almost 45 minutes it'd be like that yeah so we're gonna take a break refill our cups and come right back we'll be back home and we
1: are back that's right we are back children and it is time for what. To stir this motherfucking pot. Yes, stir it. Now, I got a pot of some black-eyed peas for y'all today. Not a pot for black-eyed peas. That's right, because today we are going to talk about aging in the black gay community.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: That's right. We're going to talk about getting old, y'all, and all of the things, because for whatever reason... (laughs) The gays have been very obsessed with not only youth, but they have also been very repulsed oh, lord! by aging. And I just don't fucking get it. Early not So I want to have a conversation about that. So let's kick it off by asking this question. Mm-hmm. When you were younger, okay, we're thinking like,
0: When did you come out? When did you come out? I came out magically of the closet around 13.
1: 13. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. So, around... Let's say around 17. What about it? What was your perception of old? What was old to you at 17? 30 plus. 30 plus? Mm -hmm. Okay. Did that change when you got of age, of like legal age, like 21? Was Mm -hmm. it still the same? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm trying to think. For me, old was. You know what? It was probably around the 30s.
0: Mm-hmm. It was like 30 something. Because, and because I promise you, in your 20s, the last thing you want to do is be uh, over 30, 30 or anything over 30. It's
1: really fucking crazy. So,
0: how did that affect your social life? You know, I didn't crave to be around older guys. Mm-hmm. I'm lying. I <laughs> prefer to date older guys. Oh, people. hot ass! First of all, you would not judge my past because mm. it prepared me for my future. Oh well, okay. So here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. The last thing you wanted to do was be with anybody that was touching close to thirty. So if they were like 28 plus, you just like, nah, you look too old for me. But anything under that is like just right. So here I was being young and hot and ass, had a boyfriend older than me. Okay. Had a car and all that hot boy shit. How old were you? Seventeen.
1: Oh, hold that because that's going into my next question. Okay. So, um, so you weren't trying to be around older people when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, socially, I was around Older gay men, periodically. Mm -hmm. More so because I started ballroom at 18. And my house father was in his late 20s, early 30s at the time. Yes. So I had that experience with older gay men. And then my hot in the ass moments of cruising when I was younger had me run into older gay men. But other than that, I really didn't have a lot of relationships with older gay men outside of ballroom. Like, on a social level. And then, you know, I had my hot ass moments. So, that takes me into my next question. So, what was your first experience, whether romantic, sexual, or platonic, with an elder gay when you were younger? Teens into 20s. Let's talk about it. Because you were going into a story about your ex boyfriend. So let's talk about it. Y'all should see this shit eating grin he got on his face right now. He's going back. All right, give me the tail. Give me the tail. Mm hmm. Bujanis is just jumping, just quivering at the thought, child. Yes, it's going to be a good one. So, shut up.
0: Brother, <laughs> <that comes from. laughs> so, I was young, and mind you, this is the early 2000s. So, like, I always tell people, we were of age dating people older than us. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what, sixteen, seventeen? The my first actual like relationship boyfriend was twenty three, twenty four. Okay. At that time, mm-hmm. and you know, at that age, you don't care because you think you know it all. You think you've grown. Oh, well, yeah, my nigga older than me, whatever, and yeah. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Mm. You know, d- just foolish, foolish young foolish. and dumb. And full of calm. Okay, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I caught that. Yes. <laughs> literally and figuratively. Right. Yes. But, uh oh, child, no. It started around then, but... I'm going to wait because I think I'm going to go into one of your other questions. So I'm going to hold off my rebuttal.
1: Okay. So for me, my first experience romantically. What boyfriend was that? Uh, It was him. Uh, (laughs) Around. I heard that. 20. Like between 19 and 21. Mm. My ex-boyfriend was, how old was he? It was like late 20s, early 30s, had to be. And from, I don't know what, well, let's just keep it a buck. So here's the thing about specifically older gay men as it pertains To young gay men. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding that that's still a thing now. But I still haven't cracked the code on why this is. Older gay men. Tend to thrive on youth. They do. Which is why they more often than not end up. Fucking or dating younger men.
0: Mm.
1: And I'm seeing now, the age that we're in now, I'm seeing more of us dating people in our age brackets as opposed to when we were younger, when it was the other way around. When it was like, there was a lot of older men seeking out young
0: boys. But then when you, when you get to the age, especially when these men, when you were dating Let's say let's go back. Let me try find the words I'm looking for here. No problem. Let's say you go back. I'm what 34 now. Imagine going back to being like 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Would you date a person knowing what you know in your 30s and how? Though we may think we're so mature at that age, we're really fucking not. We're actually still very immature. Would you go back? Would you date someone in that age range? Um, with what you know now?
1: If I was twenty five and would I date somebody else was like thirty four?
0: No. Let's say you're thirty four. Let's say I, let's say someone that's in their mid twenties tries to talk to you. Would you give them an the opportunity, knowing how you know twenty four and twenty five year olds are now?
1: It would really depend because. For me, looking back at myself now, there were lots of things that I still needed to learn. Mm-hmm. There was still a lot of growing I needed to do. Probably not.
0: I wouldn't like going back. We the one thing that I've learned that we love to do, we love to play victim when it came to like past relationship past relationships. Mm-hmm. When in reality, when you really sit back and think about it. Yo, I wasn't shit at that time. Like, yeah, I really wasn't. Yo, shit. Like, right. I really wasn't shit. Like, I say that a lot, especially with my last relationship. I'm like, yo, I was horrible. Like, I was horrible to deal with. Like, this, this is a lot. This is a lot. But when you go back and really realize that it was you, it wasn't all on your ex. Like, it was a portion of yes. this that you have to take accountability for. Like, a portion of this was you.
1: Yeah, because a lot of us won't look back and realize that we were fuckboys back then. Oh, big time. Because I had that moment not too long ago where I was, like, reflecting on my past, like, my past relationships and stuff like that. I was like, Marlon, you were, you was a bit of a fuckboy and a bit of a heartbreaker on some real shit. And I, I, I've had my moments where I have people that I have either dated or had some sort of romantic involvement with had to go back and have conversations with these people and, like, apologize because I know that I have done some things to hurt people emotionally that I shouldn't have
0: Mm -hmm. and a
1: lot of it came from the fact that at those times I was not emotionally intelligent enough to do my due diligence and not involve people in what the fuck I was going through at that moment
0: it took I didn't understand at a certain point I had one of my own straight friends I didn't understand why at a certain point he was saying to his girlfriend like when we go through our issues I feel like that's a us thing like we shouldn't have to have everybody in our business type situation like when we go through things I didn't understand what he meant until the shoe was in my foot and Mm -hmm. now and then I'm like okay I completely understand what he means now. A lot of the times, it regardless of age, when we go through things with our spouses, we run to our friends and tell them, well, this is what happened with such and such. At a certain point, you have to understand, do you want to taint... Not everyone is going to be willing to differentiate this is my friend's spouse and not take what they're telling you is going on between their relationship personally as if it affects you versus... This is my friend's spouse, but this is going on between the two of them. And I got to take it personal because that's my friend. And this and the third, you have people that aren't intelligent enough to know their place. Like, no, that's not your place to interject and be like, this is what I think you should do. Mm -hmm. It's not your place. And that only comes with age. And I learned so much when it came to dating and relationships as I got older and not being in one. Mm -hmm. Especially realizing how many fucking mistakes I made. Yeah. Because baby, I'm like, yo, I would have broke up with me. (laughs) I would have broke up with me.
1: But that kind of takes me back to, why do we think older gay men were after
0: young gay men so hard? Because they didn't have enough emotional intelligence to actually date someone their age. The thing that I've realized the older I get is sometimes people really cannot date someone their age because they're not mentally on a level to understand. I'm not perfect. I'm going to fuck up. And the person that I need to be with, though, they may see that and understand they're going to hold me accountable and I'm scared.
1: Yeah. And, and something that I learned way back because I've, I've always thought about this, just like watching the scope and the lay of the land and how things played out as I've gone through my age. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of guys, a lot of older guys that choose to date younger men? And when I say younger, I'm talking about like stark age differences because I feel like, I'm putting it to you like this anything more than four to five years younger than you. I'm starting to look at you a little different.
0: Yeah. Because the
1: experience is so far off. And I feel like you are looking for someone that you can mold and control into how you view things. than someone that's on your same level and is going to be able to hold you accountable for your shit. And a lot of people are running away from
0: that. That's something that we do not think about a lot of times. We will get with these guys, especially when we're younger, and not realize they're with you because they can manipulate you Mm -hmm. into what they need you to understand or do. Right. Like, I want you to be this person for me because I'm not ready to show this side of me. Mm -hmm. And someone my age wouldn't be willing to deal with this bullshit. Right. So someone younger who's a little more foolish and doesn't really know much, they'll deal with this because someone my age would be like, fuck, no, I ain't with this Mm -hmm. bullshit at all.
1: I think the other side to it is also that when you have older men that date younger men is that they are trying to hold on to youth by dating younger men because gays can be so vicious about aging. Because if you think about it, and this is across the board, but because we're specifically talking about gay gay men. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> the gays just don't want to get old and the reality of the matter is is that once you become a certain age as a gay man, you become forgotten.
0: And I can honestly say that age is normally around 50.
1: Yeah and and honestly, it starts a little bit before that cuz I feel like once you hit 40, your relevance, quote unquote, starts to fade because when people, when gay men can, first of all, when gay men can see that you're older and I'm using heavy air quotation marks, when they see age on you, they already put this kind of, they already like kind of write your story. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you look like you older and you out in the club and you having a good time, bitches, young bitches be the first. What what is you doing in here? Like, why? You you shouldn't be in the club right now. You should be somewhat. And I hate that because my thing is, no matter what age you are, bitch, if I am making money and paying my own bills and if I got the money to come and, and party and parlay, I can do whatever the fuck I want to.
0: You don't have to be a certain age to enjoy yourself. So, I have to ask a question, and it came to me, but it's a very good question. Do you consider men that date younger than them as an automatic red flag? Not always. Explain.
1: And I believe that it's on a case-by-case basis. Explain. Because there are some scenarios where... You meet someone and the connection just works. And there, I'd I, I, and I say that because I also don't want to discredit younger gay men and call them all childish. Because everybody ain't, you know what I'm saying, everybody ain't young and dumb. There are lots of us that were mature for our age, have experiences That made us ready, willing, available, Mm -hmm. prepared to handle those types of relationships, so forth and so on. I think it gets really sketchy when you have an older man that only seeks out a certain age demographic. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a motherfucker that's like 40 years old and you only date 21 to 25. What are you doing, sir? You can't... Nobody in your age group interests you.
0: Nobody. And specifically those four ages is the only thing you're willing to go for.
1: Especially in, like, gay culture. Those are formative
0: years. And I'm sorry. To me. Gays, before we reach the age of 30, is so vain. (sighs) So vain. I say it to anyone because it's the truth. We discover how we look, Mm -hmm. how beautiful we are. We discover actually we know how to have sex, let alone can actually judge if someone has good or bad sex. But to me, growth doesn't really come until like 30. And even with that, some people don't reach the actual maturity growth until like 35.
1: I mean, and 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 to attribute to that point, a lot of the reasons why that is so specifically in our community is because we spend so much of our twenties growing up and living out and navigating what it means to be in a relationship with another man because we've spent so much time being told that we're not supposed to. Mm. So that that's why them twenties are all. Tw- I don't know about you, but my twenties were long and awkward. I look back on it now, and I'm like, "Bitch, my twenties took forever. I feel like they took forever because as soon as thirty hit, bitch, I blinked, and I, I'm here. I am approaching forty. Thirties went by like that, and you just start you like you said, you just starting to learn and live when you hit thirty. Like you finally turn the fucking lamp on in the corner. And you can see some shit at thirty. That would you because I, I feel like in the twenties you're in a dark room.
0: <laughs> you're in a dark you room. You walk around bumping into shit. It's the formative years. I promise you, like your most trash of trash exes happens in your twenties.
1: Listen, and your most trash of trash activities happen in your twenties.
0: Yes, you are, you are going, I don't, you young gays, I'm saying this because it's the truth, you are going to be literally the golden trash bag, Chill. because your 20s is all types of trash, no, you are not going to meet your husband, and if you do meet your husband in your 20s, I actually want to cry for you, because you're meeting a you're meeting a young and more than likely underdeveloped version of your husband. Who's to say you're going to like him when he actually gets mature?
1: I mean, but if you are setting those types of foundations with someone in their 20s, um, I believe that there is still a lot of room for growth, especially if you, if you both go on a journey of emotional intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe that that's still possible. But let's be honest about it. Most of us aren't thinking about how we can be better people until, like, well, after 30.
1: Well, I would say growing up in our age demographic, yes. Mm -hmm. Back when we were in our 20s, would not nobody think about that. But I feel like in this day and age, I feel like it's possible now because we have so much more language about
0: emotional intelligence, about... But even with with the language, sorry to cut you off, Mm -hmm. but even with the language of emotional intelligence, there's still certain things about it that you don't gain experience for until a certain age. It's like, it's sad to say, but it's the truth. You can sit here and write a whole dissertation on Twitter about emotional intelligence and still know jack shit about it. Mm. Just because you came with all those paragraphs does not mean that you know how to be emotionally intelligent enough to hear, I like you. But I'm also dating someone else and I like them more. Mm. Well. That's, and, and Then they, then you have a whole nother essay.
1: That's wow.
0: We'll have to talk about that in another episode, but... Look, because some people don't know how to take that sentence. They
1: really don't. So, friend, let me ask you this. So, tell me about your first... Your first positive experience with an older gay man. Like, to the point where it was almost like... Because you think about the perceptions that we had of somebody older when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to tell me about that person that you met that turned that ideology on its head for you. Can you think of a person Mm -hmm. like that that you met? Mm -hmm. Tell me about it.
0: So, I told y'all the story about my friend that I met at Hedism. Mm -hmm. He's an older gentleman. And...
1: How old is he if you,
0: if you don't mind disclosing? Fifty plus. Okay, but we're also at that. I'm. I say this because it's the truth. I'm also at that age where I'm in my mid thirties. <laughs> <is yours. clears throat> so, <laughs> I can date you, where I can date your daddy. The choice is yours. Say it, bitch. So a lot of change. I can date you, where I can date your daddy. The choice is yours, but. It's very seldom in the community that you run into people that you feel just genuinely have a good heart, mm-hmm. and I always felt like he had that heart to me, and it changed the perception that I had for older gays. And yeah, to this day, still speak, still reach out, still like it may not be on a daily communication basis, but still speak. He just he changed my whole thought process when it came to. Possibly dating someone that's older. Would it turn into a relationship? Highly doubt it. But I'm comfortable for what it is right now. hmm So. Got you. For me... I
1: got a lot of positive experiences with the older gay man when I moved to Detroit. And when I met my mentor. hmm And he turned a lot of stuff around for me and opened me up to... A community that I wasn't privy to, because again, in the Black gay community, it's like it's like being in the Stone Age and having the older dinosaurs on this side, and then the younger ones on this side. Then ne- it's very seldom that they co mingle.
0: It's like uh, like the way, best way I can give you an analogy when it comes to gay life imagine we went back to middle school. Let's say we're going back to our eighth grade formal. Mm -hmm. You have, I hate to use this analogy, but it's the truth. Let's say you have the bottoms and the verses or whatever may have you. Let's say you have them on one side of the room. Then you have, and let's, for the sake of argument, let's just say these are your 20 and 30 year olds. They're on one side of the room. Your older gays Let's say anything 45 plus is on the opposite side of the room. Mm. you rather rather co-mingle with your side of the room because the minute that you try and go meet halfway on the dance floor and dance with someone that's probably like twice your age or everyone looks at you like you're funny or nasty. Mm. Even though it's just weird in itself. But it's just the best way to describe it because at the end of the day, everyone is still going to talk and gossip and stare and gasp with the person that actually decided to go be happy. Right. Opposed to just going by the ju- by fear of judgment of the other gays. Yeah. But that's, normally, that's the best analogy I kind of can give it. I think I'm going to tweak it and mm. then come back to it and <laughs> see if I can give you a little better one. Yeah. But that's like the one I can think of that would work. Right. <laughs> but
1: the experience was amazing for me because it was inspiring for me because number one he and his husband have been together now. Yeah. Probably. Oh my God. It's got to be a smooth like 25 years by now. Yes. If not more than that. Because I feel like they were together for like 13 years by the time we met each other. And that was like in
0: 2013. We look like a love,
1: Right. But before that, I had never experienced that. Never run into that before. And... This is something that I always aspire to being the lover and the libra that I am. I've always wanted that type of love, that forever love, quote, unquote. So I learned so much being in the presence of gay men that were older than me. And it made me feel safe mm-hmm. because it wasn't a predatory space. Mm -hmm. Like, I was allowed to be ushered in and have these conversations and be taught a lot of shit that I never knew, you know? So, this takes me into the last question I have for this part. And then we're going to close the lid on this part. So, what type of older gay man do you aspire to be? The one that's not
0: jaded. Say it again, friend. The one that's not jaded. Tell him about it, friend. Because I feel like a lot of us... Like, let's say uh, I could be, a, I could meet a new person right now. Mm-hmm. I'm so busy still reliving in the past and saying the things that the person that I dated before did to me Descend to send the third you're not realizing that you're coming across jaded and also, in the same sense, you're kind of, like, affirming the same thing to happen again in this new situation. Mm. And we do that a lot. Mm. A fucking lot. I want to be the gay that's just happy. I don't... Mean should never be a personality. It shouldn't be a trait. Mm. You know, I just... I want to swoop my bangs, go gardening when I feel like going gardening, (laughs) with a bottle of wine. Hello. And then, you know, when I get bored head over to Marlins to my spare bedroom because I'm bored.
1: He just did a lot
0: right there. Okay, so...
1: um, I'm gonna have a spare bedroom. It's fine. Wow. (laughs) Love how my friends just plot out my home. Yes. Um, I aspire to be the elder gay man that is a mentor uh, and a... Safe space. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of gay youth just don't have that. Because there's, it's, it's easy to run into the older gay men that just want to fuck you. Because when I was younger, I ran into a lot of them niggas. Mm
0: -hmm. A lot of them. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: and I want to be what my mentor was to me. That person that you can come to for knowledge, for protection for mentoring, for, you know, to ask questions about life, to get perspectives that maybe my young mind would not be able to fathom because I haven't had that experience yet. And also I want to be available to the youth to get and gain perspective from them because they are living the life and they are, they hold my continued livelihood in their hands because they are the future. That's the guy that's the kind of older guy I wanna be. Yeah. You know is. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to all you hoes out there, stop doing the ageism thing. It's weird. It's weird, it's ugly. And I don't think a lot of you hoes even realize the bitch. You're gonna be there too. You are. You have to get older, sis. You will. You will. It you can't. I don't know what you thought this was. I don't know if you thought that you was gonna hit like twenty eight and then you were just gonna pause and be there forever. But sis, it's
0: not gonna be. It's it's not gonna be that. It's not. It's just not. It's not. It's not what it's giving. No, not at all. You're gonna you're gonna be old.
1: Yeah, and yeah. that's okay. And I, I I need you to understand. That the older you get, the more sickening it gets, bitch.
0: Honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Like, I, Trust me, it, it, you think this is ghetto? Oh, baby. <sighs> you ain't seen ghetto yet.
1: Listen, it's, it's fucking crazy. So, we put the lid on these black-eyed peas, bitch. I hope y'all like them. We seasoned them. We served them up. We're doing the things. And we're going to close it out since we already burned the biscuits earlier. It's now time.
0: So, how did it make you feel?
1: That's fucking right. So, this is coming from... Your dying nonsense over on Instagram. Okay. And it reads, "All right, you don't need to meet age-related deadlines or milestones. Oh, we can create change, pursue satisfaction, and happiness at all ages.
0: The words that needed to be spoken, especially following the conversation we just had, exactly."
1: Don't let nobody tell you that you're too old or too young or that you're supposed to be a certain age to do anything the fuck that you want to do.
0: I'm going to do it anyway. That's just how I am. We have seen too
1: many examples of our elders achieving amazing goals at ages that society would tell you that they should have forgotten about this shit. There is nothing that you cannot do. It doesn't matter what age you are, bitch. If you are living, then whatever it is you want to do, do it. Okay. Do it. Don't let society... Because society has already conditioned us to believe that our lives are supposed to be so strict and so compartmentalized. It don't make fucking sense. I'm still, to this day, reeling over the fact that we live in a society that tells us... That once you graduate high school, you're supposed to immediately go into a four-year college, go into the four-year college, get your bachelor's degree. After you get your bachelor's degree, you're supposed to walk into this life, have this great job. Um, Then five years after that, you're supposed to be married. Two years after that, you're supposed to have kids. Two years after that, you're supposed to have your house, three, four bedrooms with a car and another one on the way. Bitch, what fantasy land y'all living in? Because that's not how this
0: works. I used to be that person that had a deadline and age for everything. Everything. If you really want to be technical, I'm supposed to be married by now. Yeah. Bitch, when I tell you that I'm supposed to be a decade into my marriage by now... I'm supposed to be married, and I'm supposed to be on child number two VS surrogate.
1: See? That's the shit on ter- I'm supposed to have my master's degree, bitch. I'm supposed to have four bucks
0: out. I'm... I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be on television show number two. Life, don't I, I'm supposed to be prepping for a movie, and I'm and all of this while being a being a husband and a father.
1: And look where we at ain't there yet. And 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 honestly, for me, I'm like, bitch, you're not even. Uh, you just got ready, like just
0: you know
1: just got, because, bitch, if I would <laughs> marry with children at thirty.
0: No girl. I'd be this main one sitting there and the, at the therapy session. Blunt lit. <laughs> in there, the therapy session? In the therapy blunt r- lit. Champagne, champagne glass right there. And, and telling the doctor. And that's when I knew <laughs> that we were gonna get a divorce. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. So more of the story, y'all. Live your life. Walk your own path in your own journey. Do not let anybody, anyone, not the society, not your mammy,
0: not your pappy, not nobody. You know, in this life, you got to suck the dick that's meant for you to be, so you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to eat the cooch that, that you're meant to eat. Listen, you know, it's just the way that, that it it's, is. It's the way that things are supposed to go. That's right. You know, and okay. if you just so happen to have to share those things... I don't know what to tell you because I don't know about that life. But. <laughs> <coughs> fucking can't. Yes, you can.
1: Anywho, we are back, hoes. Yes. So I hope that you all are as happy as we are to be yes. with you once again. Y'all better be. Y'all better be. This concludes our show for today. Do yes. not forget, bitch, yes. to like, like, comment, rate, subscribe,
0: subscribe. share. We don't like. I don't see a rating on Spotify yet. Listen, rate on Spotify. Rate on Apple. Ooh. Y'all know how we do this. You know, you want you. Uh, we are a little behind. I promise you, in the near future, I just want to hire an intern or somebody just to do the social media manager. Just, just reply to these emails and shit. Listen, girl. Okay. Now look, I'm gonna say it here. I'm gonna say it now because when we go live, because we're already in talks with certain things. We're gonna have it to where I really want to have our ads like in a like in a Shopify store. Mm. You just pay for it and just be like, yeah, that's all I want for the ad, and just like there you go, boom. Just follow the prompts and tell us what you want. But anywho, for business inquiries, girl, yeah, and I don't. Let me tell you right now, I don't want to hear about the money you got stuck in Kenya. All the scam,
1: I'm just back up.
0: I, yeah, I, I, I know you to. cannot have my Cash App handle. No, I'm not giving you the number for my Zelle. Listen, business inquiries only. W R Y H podcast at gmail.com. Once again, business inquiries only. W R Y H podcast at gmail.com. Hey, you want listen to letters? We ain't get those yet. We ain't get those. Dude, we, not yet. Worry, okay. y'all, y'all love us. <laughs> y- y'all love your hoes? Right. You know, send us your listener letters at gmail at gmail.com. Once again, your listener letters, please. At gmail at gmail.com. And one more thing. Y'all do know that we talk sweet shit around here. That's right. Sweet fucking shit. Are y'all subscribed to the Sweet Talkers? You better be. Are are you watching Gamer 1, normally known as Player 1? Hello? Are you watching Chasing Your Face? Are you? Are you getting into Dragon? Are you? uh, Have you gotten into the things? Have you been listening to the Cookout? Have you? Have you been listening to the Project Life podcast?
1: Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with life? You need to be a part of these things. Sweet Talkers Network, bitch. Because we Sweet Talkers around this house. So, make sure that you are on IG following the Sweet Talkers. It's, and it's the, the Sweet, sweet talkers. talkers. Make sure you are subscribed with the notification bell on, oh, bitch. On the Sweet Talkers Network on
0: YouTube. Make sure you are following the cookout. Okay. You, and subscribe to the Sweet Talkers YouTube channel. What is wrong with y'all? Make it happen, huh? Like like the videos. Comment on them. Share them with your friends. Do it. Help us out. Do it now. Y'all ain't doing shit else with your life. Shit else. Anywho, bitches, we back. Get over it. Hmm. Um, Gemini season is thoroughly about to start. Variation. That's right. Thoroughly That's so right, I'm, I'm letting y'all know now. Mm. Get your life together for my semi-annual anniversary. That's right. Because it's coming. Pop- listen. Straighten up. <laughs> straight the fuck up with that being said thank you guys so much for taking time out of your busy day to, to listen to us and our shenanigans and we will see you next week and on that note bye I'm a little horse, oh, I'm a little, I'm a little Bye. okay that's it